Welcome back, all you regs and all you shinies. Welcome to the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe, the 1313 Podcast. I'm Tommy. I'm Jackson. No Jacob. No Jacob once again, and that's okay. But uh, today we have another edition of Have a Chat, our series where we invite other Star Wars creators and members of the community onto the podcast to discuss their experience with Star Wars, and we just kind of have a nice conversation about our favorite franchise. So, sure. today's guest is the Chosen One Star Wars Podcast. Woohoo! Thanks guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's, uh, as you know, it's quite late here in Northern Ireland where I'm based, so hoping hoping I can stay awake and I don't bore you guys to, to sleep over there a bit earlier. <laughs> um, but yes, so the Chosen One uh, Star Wars Podcast uh, just started that this year, basically. Oh, nice. And uh, currently, just on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, whatever podcast uh, service you might have out there as well. I currently actually I'm hoping, I uh, see you guys are obviously on YouTube, I'm hoping to get YouTube at some stage sort of, I've just got my lens there for that to start at some stage, hopefully in the future, uh, but moved house and everything else, it's been chaos, so uh, we'll get we'll get to that at some point, but currently just on the three platforms, mainly at Twitter I guess, Instagram's kind of uh, not really my, my generation of things <laughs> to be honest but um we'll get there as well with that and mainly just focusing on trying to record as much as possible and get as much content out there so uh, i have to be honest i've only come across you guys as well probably about two weeks ago at the most and uh, been great content so far so really appreciate that too and grateful to be on <laughs> yeah well thank you for the for the compliment uh, as far as youtube goes um youtube is definitely what takes the most of our energy yeah for the I podcast agree. um so like most weeks, um, I'll do the editing, um, because like we try to dish it out evenly. So Jackson does a lot of like, like the social networking. Yeah. He'll do a lot of like the posting. Cause on days that we have a podcast, normally I'm in class mm-hmm. when it goes up. So he'll post on social media and then I do most of like the editing, the YouTube video. Um, yeah. and it like between like the streaming, like, or not the streaming service, the editing software you have to get. And then like yeah. learning the editing yeah. software and like, as as we get more episodes out, I'll like monkey around with different things, and I'll try different. Um, like I started like adding pictures in mm-hmm. on episodes, and we're talking about a certain topic or a certain thing, um, and people seem to like that. So it it's definitely a learning curve. Yes, for sure. And it's like very time consuming, but it's always like say, time consuming is the the main the main thing that I hear from it anyway. And yeah, <laughs> it's it's I think what kills me is uh, a couple times this has happened. Um, the uh this cloud that you that i use for the editing software um won't sync in time so you'll have like a half done project and you'll spend two hours downloading the project to your laptop and then you get done and you look at it and it's like oh well there goes an hour and a half of work so then you have to go back and do it all over again yeah yeah yeah. that's no as i was saying just before we came on uh, live there and just with being uh, and pastor and obviously with COVID everything heading whenever mm-hmm. I was in the church for a while everything went online and so it's just like we had to go onto YouTube and I was only doing short clips I didn't do a full service online but even that 5, 10, 15 minutes uh, it was your whole week it was really spent and people were saying oh you're not doing anything anymore and uh, I was like no <laughs> it's, it's a lot busier even now than, than ever uh, so yeah kind of whenever I'd actually started the podcast initially um, I have clips and, and images and things that I had planned to kind of just do the audio and not maybe video and record myself for them, but just have images kind of scroll up. But even that, just getting the images, getting the, the clips from the Clone Wars, for example, like that that takes forever. <laughs> Never mind putting it into an actual video yep. and then uploading yep. it. So 
yeah, it'll be a, a work in progress. It's not a work in progress, but hopefully someday it will be. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, I definitely see what you mean. When we first started doing this as well, because we had originally decided that we wanted to do audio, but then we were like, oh, maybe we could do a YouTube segment as well for people who would want to watch that. <laughs> and we, we have like a two-day buffer from when we record, from when the episode releases for us to edit it. And it was a nightmare those first couple of weeks because we had no clue what we were doing. It would take yeah, no, an entire I think day. sometimes uh, just even trying to be, especially when it comes to podcasts, it's, you're, you're putting content out there. You are trying to more focusing on the conversation rather than the images to a degree. Mm-hmm. And yes, you want the videos to be as good as, as possible. But at the same time, I think, um, I think sometimes you just have to bite the bullet, realize that it's not really, um, not really yeah. Yeah, profitable to, to sit all week and try and, and try and be a professional sport, but that's, I'm perfect for things like that. And even my son is four and, uh, probably said that already, but uh, he was drawing something earlier and he's like giving off about how bad it was. He says, it's not perfect. And he definitely got that from me. So just, <laughs> this whole idea if you're trying to get it to perfection, then you just don't do anything at all. So most of the episodes that have been released so far are basically me just like throwing the arms up saying, right. I've got my notes. I'm just going to go for it and hardly listen even to it again and just upload it as it is and go, and go from there as much as possible. So otherwise there'd be nothing, nothing uh, released at all. So just have to get on with it sometimes. But mm-hmm. That's all good fun. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, I think another thing too is like, uh, like you said, just winging it. Like really, like you can be as prepared as possible with your notes yeah. like all day long, but like, yeah sometimes the energy just isn't there. Like there have been weeks where we record and we go through a podcast and like, we're like, yeah, that was okay. That was okay. And then like that podcast performs better than the three podcasts prior to that, where we felt like our energy was better. And it's just so funny that like how that works. Like it's like, oh, it's always the ones that surprise you that you're always like, what? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, I agree. (laughs) You thought that they were the ones that were thrown together and all of a sudden it's the ones that are getting most listens. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I definitely definitely know what that's like in various walks of life and podcasting's are different, so but um but yeah, it's only it's only really it's all kind of new to me as well, podcasting even in general. I'd never really never even listened to podcasts until um Disney Plus came over to us in the UK here. And that's oh. obviously when Mandalorian. I hadn't seen Mandalorian even um, I know a lot of guys over here in the United Kingdom were probably watching it uh, through other means, um, <laughs> illegally or whatever. Uh, but I, I, I did wait, to be honest, and I uh, thought I'll just I'll try and do this right and wait until it comes out properly. And that was only, I can't even remember, it wasn't really that long ago before uh, season two came out. Oh. And it was kind of just after listening and watching a couple of things, I was kind of a bit curious about some of the characters that had, uh, I'd been I'd forgotten about, really. And... Uh, I have no idea, but it must have been just Spotify. I came across as a Mando cast, um, I think, would have done. That, I recognize that series. name. Yeah. yeah, so um, that was my first introduction to podcasts at all, in general, for anything, <laughs> for anything really. And uh, it kind of just went from there. And just even talking to you guys is, this is the first, um, what's, what would you put it? Collaboration. I've had with, yeah, uh, with any other, any other groups out there. And one of the reasons that I kind of started the podcast was because, this is going to sound really sad, but. I don't really know anybody <laughs> that likes Star Wars apart oh. from my four-year-old, so that's why he's the only guest that's on my show. Um, because most people, like my brothers, I've, I've got three younger brothers, and they all grew up sort of the Clone Wars was all their mm. thing, um, but they never quite liked Star Wars as much as I did. Even though I didn't even watch the Clone Wars at that stage, I just kind of was that. It was kind of a bit of an odd one. Um, uh, the original trilogy was what I kind of 
I remember getting first at the very beginning back in America whenever I lived there for a while. And I'll never forget the the gold uh, VHS set that Dad came home with, and that was that was it. I, I don't even remember watching the movies, but I just remember um, opening and closing the box because it was a bit like you know the iPhone boxes you get. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just sort of like there's just Slides. something satisfying about it, opening and closing. Well, that's one of the main things I remember as like a six year old or whatever um, back in '98, whenever all that came out and was released. And um, then I think I remember watching episode one in '98 whenever it was um, all. All obviously, the Phantom Menace was the, was what everybody was talking about at my age at that stage. But then we moved. Uh, been a my dad's a missionary and pastor as well, so we were moving about the world back and forth here and there everywhere. So <laughs> after Phantom Menace came out, we moved from America to Jamaica, and again, oh. nobody in Jamaica was really that bothered <laughs> by by Star Wars. It wasn't really on the radar for any of the guys I was running about with. Um, so episode two and three. Literally, I didn't even think about it until I was about probably 10 years later. Wow. Um, so it was such a massive gap. And it, so my Star Wars experience is quite quite bizarre, I guess, compared to most people's. But um, but yeah, so there's all that sort of back and forth that I have in my head. And uh, the podcast with the man boring sort of has just brought it all back into, into the forefront again. And sort of spent last year and during lockdown, um, just eating up the, the Clone Wars, to be honest. Um, and just, yeah, I thought that was that was brilliant. So, but that's that's kind of how I've got to where I'm at at the moment. And uh, with the podcast, it's more just kind of to get speaking to guys like yourselves. Um, and I guess for me, family-wise as well, just something to do with my kid, uh, to be honest. And I thought that was kind of cool, actually, with yourselves. I, I don't know whose dads are being referenced at certain times, but uh, just the fact that you guys have that generational thing as well, and that's what I want for my uh, for my guys as well here so um my wife's not all that keen on my little girl who's one uh, getting involved in stars star wars but uh this morning since uh, jonah wasn't at school uh we had a star wars morning and uh we had revenge of the sith on and she was sitting in a high chair eating her breakfast and she was just glued to the screen and my wife anna was just like this isn't happening Aaron. it's not happening <laughs> she hates star wars <laughs> so, so this is why i have to sort of uh event on uh, on podcasting so that's where where i'm at with that but <laughs> that's definitely super interesting i feel like with your story as well that's like super unique because i'll admit like a lot of people who are especially like grew up with the ot specifically are like oh like i got to see it in the theaters as soon as it came out and like that's how they like traditionally saw everything but like for you mm -hmm. i feel like that's definitely like really cool i mean especially yeah. to travel as well with all that yeah, they sort of mix mix things up a bit, and uh, it, it is really. I was thinking about this today because I kind of figured you guys would, when you're coming on. I haven't actually talked about any of this in my own podcast before, but um, you do sort of like. I think it's interesting here about your background and even just seeing the back wall for the the podcast you guys have there initially is just like that just blows my mind. <laughs> even seeing that every time I, I go onto YouTube, um, but just everybody has a different story as to how it's impacted them. But I, I was thinking about it today. And, I really don't. I really don't remember watching the movies. Whenever I was younger, it was more the kind of everything that came around them. So, like the experiences with with dad bringing that home um, in America. So I kind of I almost sort of tie the movies in with areas that I've lived. If that sort of sounds really strange, yeah, but yeah. Um, so like the original trilogy was introduced to me, and in whenever that gold box set came out it was ninety seven or something, just before episode one, and uh, so I I kind of. I kind of think of Indianapolis where I lived at that time for a couple of years and you think about the cold winters and everything else and 
then we moved to Jamaica and the only thing the only reference to Star Wars I had were the action figures and that was kind of um, in the sweltering heat and dad lying on the ground in the living room uh, sort of shooting shooting each other with these little little bullets and stuff whatever they might have been and, and uh, starships whatever you might have had at that stage but the movies were kind of they're always there in the background but it wasn't so much in the forefront which is again a bit odd for somebody that's doing a Star Wars podcast at the moment but <laughs> it's just the way it was for me so I think that honestly like, that's super interesting that you were going around places that weren't the states because like here in the states Star Wars is this huge gigantic thing you yes. say the words Star Wars and everybody knows what it yeah. is even if they've never seen any movies or anything everyone in the states knows what it is and so I have like always thought like what is it like for people like that are like overseas and stuff because mm -hmm. um like I mean we do a lot of like action figure collecting um and I know like with that stuff like the United States gets a lot of product uh more easily accessible than other countries do and like even like in Europe and stuff like you know you'd think that it'd be a little bit more on par with one another yeah. um but like just the the level of how viral Star Wars is seems like it's amplified in the states versus everywhere yeah. else yeah. um i think i think for us and again i i'm not i'm maybe not i don't want to speak for everybody in Jamaica and everybody in northern ireland and yeah. the places that i've been to but um especially for the guys i run about with here um it was something that we kind of we we would have watched went through um but you didn't talk about it. you didn't talk about it <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of if you if you watch star wars especially and i'm thinking about like sort of primary age um uh, sort of grade school whatever you, you guys would refer to it as um it, you were in my sort of age group i'm 29 uh, coming at the end of the month so um kind of gives you an idea of where i'm at age wise but mm -hmm. for my generation here it was definitely you're the oddball in the circles I was in, that may not be uh, across the board, um, but it's kind of funny though because whenever I was uh, starting the podcast, I just happened to say to this guy that I, would, I try and go surfing with every now and then, who I've, I've known for years, and he's exactly the same as me. He's sort of chewing up the Clone Wars and chewing up all this stuff in the background, but he hasn't said it until I kind of ripped the conversation. I, I've known this guy for probably ten years now as well, and never knew that he watched Star Wars. He never knew that I watched Star Wars. You just kind of kept it to yourself, and uh, were quietly enjoying it in the background. Um, so it's it's kind of it's sort of odd in my experience that way because and that's again why the, the podcast is a bit of an outlet for that so but that's that's just the way things are for, for me and again I'm not speaking on behalf of everybody in Northern Ireland but um, you don't often see too many people running uh, or having big Star Wars events or doing things like that over here from what I know of anyhow but again I'm fairly new to that whole scene on uh, social media from my country as a whole uh, there's some things down in the south of ireland that seem to be a bit more organized with um uh with different groups kind of charity events and things run but i don't really see too much up here in the north to be honest so that's unfortunate but just the way things are at the moment <laughs> and if anybody's watching this that does know something in northern ireland maybe have other viewers uh in my part of the, my neck of the woods uh definitely gives a shout out to to keep in touch that way just Sorry to use your platform for that, but no, no, you're <laughs> that's that's like the whole the whole. Well, so there were two main reasons that we even like decided to do this podcast. Um, the first, like the primary reason, being that myself, Jackson, and then Jacob, who is the third host for the show, um, 
we would spend in high school just hours and hours and hours just talking about Star Wars, especially yeah. like my senior year of high school, because I'm a couple years ahead of Jackson and Jacob. You're one um, year ahead of me. Two years Jacob, one year you. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> to clarify, but uh, but no, like we would always talk about it. So over the summer, um, this past summer, we were we were just talking. We were like, what if we just did a podcast and just literally took the conversations that we have about Star Wars on like an Xbox party and just talked about it, put it on the internet, see what people think. And so like at, right at the beginning, we were like, if nobody listens to it, that's fine because it's just the three of us having fun. And mm-hmm. now we've kind of built this this really awesome community around it. And it's that's really what it is, is our goal is to create like an interconnected community of Star Wars fans mm-hmm. who all come from different places they like different things about star wars different parts of star wars um and like everybody has something different about the franchise that means something to them um so that's kind of it's like kind of like a way it's a hub almost yep. for all these people and all these creators to kind of intermingle and kind of find uh other people like you said from your neck of the woods for example i know yeah. we have a couple listeners that come back every week mm-hmm. that are from the uk mm-hmm. so like yeah well, it's, it's interesting to see, you know, you're, I would listen to um, the Star Wars sessions as well in their UK. I don't know if you've come across them on their podcast, but um, okay. they're two guys in, in, in England. And it sort of seems to me that that's kind of the way things start. Just you have those general conversations um, in a coffee shop or in school or whatever it is. And then you think logically, as you would, to, to move it on to a podcast and to start recording those and, and spreading them. I think that was their story as well. And uh, that's kind of, I didn't, I, felt like I didn't have that. I don't think the guy that I go surfing with would be all that bothered uh, by doing a, a podcast, to be honest with you. But he, he, he likes it, but I don't know if he'd want to uh, co-host one as such. But it's just, if you've nobody else to talk to about it, just talk to yourself. <laughs> and uh, sometimes bring your four-year-old in, and if anybody listens, well, sure. But um, it, it's kind of, that's that's all as an added bonus. And if you get a couple of listens, I try to stay clear of the, actually that, that aspect on YouTube is probably a bit more dangerous in terms of getting into looking at the viewer accounts and everything else compared to podcasting. I think those stats are sort of off in the background somewhere in uh, in my podcasting type of things. But um, I, I do try to just do it. Look, I'm going to have a chat about the Clone Wars episode and draw some thoughts about it and probably get into too much philosophical thinking that <laughs> maybe, maybe it seems a bit too deep for a child cartoon as it might be described at some uh, sometimes. But... At the end of the day, that's just it's just me kind of gabbling on about something that um, that I've taken from it, and everybody else can uh, take that or leave it in a sense and uh, take the meat out and spit out the bones, as we would say over here. Maybe you guys say that too, but um, just chew on the good stuff and whatever whatever you don't like that said, then you can move on from it. So, um, but yeah, no, it's all it's all good, all good fun. You know, <laughs> Especially my mom, when the four year old comes in. <laughs> my mother always says, you know, it's okay to talk to yourself just as long as you're not answering yourself. That's, that's <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, that's it. no, I think um, I think with like the whole uh, social media aspect, yeah, it, it absolutely it can get really hard to not get sucked into. Oh well, you know, we're not getting as many views, or we yeah. lost a subscriber, or something like that. But yeah. you have to have your your heart has to be in it. Exactly. And I think that that's how it is for the three of us is like, we lost a subscriber. Oh, oh, well, like that's, I'm, I'm sorry that they didn't like what we're putting out, you know, but yeah. it's not, it doesn't mean that we're going to change what we're doing or like, uh, try to adapt 
to get more people to come in because I'd rather have a small community of mm-hmm. people that like our content the way we're making it every day of the week than like yeah. have thousands and thousands of people come in because we're doing what's popular or mm-hmm. because yeah, we're yeah. doing like what would be considered mainstream, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say too, especially like with our guests and stuff, it's kind of funny bringing up because when we, we've checked our analytics on YouTube and then we use Anchor as like our host for like our audio and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So like on YouTube, we have like a very like it's very much an american audience like people like in america like are watching our youtube stuff but when we go to anchor look it's tons of people from other countries like we have people in the uk germany and brazil brazil and then there was like new zealand was one philippines yeah the philippines as well and we're like that's freaking cool it's like the coolest thing to think about yeah Yeah, well, maybe get some feedback actually then that way in terms of how other people from other uh, countries have uh, experienced Star Wars then too, just like we were saying earlier. Um, but yeah, it is, it is inter- even the podcasting end of things, um, it's just a lot more accessible for, for like mm-hmm. me. I, I listen to the podcast, I've got an hour, an hour commute into work, um, into the city, and that's kind of the, the only time that I would probably give to, uh, to podcasting and listening to this stuff. And maybe sometimes about the house, but that doesn't generally work with uh, Jonah screaming about the place running around or, or Maya uh, not being well or something. So um, you, you kind of just make the most of the time. So YouTube is, uh, I need to be careful what I say here. I, I work from home a couple of days a week too. Um, so sometimes the work laptop might be there and maybe uh, you guys might be on in the background. <laughs> so um, don't know if that's, if that's all legit, but I guess if you're in the office, you'd be talking to somebody else anyhow. So, um, so YouTube is, is, is good for that. And even we, just with, with your end in, in terms of visuals too, uh, you guys have the, uh, uh, the black series that we refer to, and I, I don't really have too much of, of that to be honest. Um, but it's just interesting to see, uh, those things as well. So YouTube has, it's definitely has its benefits for that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and it's a lot of fun, too, because YouTube gives us a lot more of an opportunity to interact with people. And that's part of the reason that we made a discord um, Mm -hmm. was because we wanted to interact with the people that watch our podcast or listen to it, especially the people that listen to it, because um, like I want to know from those people. I want to hear from the people that listen to our podcast and I want to talk to them about Star Wars, because that's, that's the other thing. Like, you know, Star Wars is big in the States, but like on our college campus, it's not, it's, we are a very small minority of people that like are very openly Star Wars fans. Like people will see you on campus. Oh, Hey, that's the Star Wars guy. He's the guy that does the podcast. And you're just like, yeah, (sighs) all my friends at school dog on me too, for doing the show. Everybody in like my ROTC and whatever, like dogs on me for doing this show <laughs> well uh to be honest uh, there's very there's very few people actually know and it, it's very difficult that now I, I kind of i haven't told hard anybody my dad uh, he's the one that kind of introduced me to star wars but um mm-hmm. when i told him i was coming on to this show tonight he just looked at me like what <laughs> you're going on to somebody <laughs> else's show are you really taking this seriously now then or um i, I don't think he realized that i'm doing a podcast even myself yet mm-hmm. and um and even I, I have another podcast I, I do more for the sort of religious stuff that I do in the background as yeah, well. It's... And even that, I I haven't I haven't even said anything to very many people about because I just I'm the sort of person I am quite an introvert, even though um, I'm engaged in public speaking. It's sort of a bit of a bizarre thing as well, a bit of a contradiction of terms. But um, 
I just don't really like all like the whole world knowing knowing what I'm doing, I guess, and uh, um, I'm just sort of a bit odd that way, to be honest. So the podcast is is definitely an outlet for that too. But I make myself sound really weird. <laughs> the more the more I talk about all this. There have been we <laughs> have said some the, of the yeah. most cringe things on on the podcast. Yeah. Like like as of recently, it's been the thirteen thirteen cringe cast is the joke because like we just say things and like there will be moments where I'll say something and I think it's funny in my head and I'll look over and Jackson and Jacob are just like, bro, did you just say that? And I'll just be like, I think I did. But, um, I don't so, want to bring the bunny the bunny up, but I guess you're you're waiting for that to be brought up there, Jackson. Oh no, the bunny, the bunny girl. Yeah, do we want to? I, I I've heard references to this bunny girl, but I haven't actually seen you say that yet. So I I have to find that somewhere. It was what ep- we were on a no, we were on a habit chat. Like we were doing an interview okay. like this, and with Jackson Lucas. with Lucas Monster. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. the original oh, yeah. bit was that he was talking about it. And I was like, dang, this will make him really roar. And I was like, bro, the bunny girl in that? It's going to be so hot. And everybody was like, pause. It was so funny. But, like, the ironic part for that, for me, is that from watching Visions, the, the like, um, episode that she's in is what I consider to be the best one. Because I thought the It's so ironic. It's so ironic. Because it, it is one of my favorite ones, too, yeah. from Visions. I'm not asking you the reasons why. Sure, I mean, like, specifically, like, um, in it, have you watched it yet? Yeah, yeah, we watched it. Okay, so, yeah, like, the connection between, like, Lope and Ocho, like, specifically, like, really resonated with me and, like, my brother, because me and my brother are very, very close, so, like, I really felt that bond with it as well. I also really liked the take on the fact that it was, like, the modern Imperial Army, like, in, like essentially like what could be like a canon situation of star wars like what a lot of other um planets are seeing at the moment as the republic had stayed too long for its occupation and we're now using politics to be like hey everybody we're gonna improve your system you know and obviously um ocho's like temptation to the dark side for what she feels is best although these the imperials are obviously tricking her just to get at her dad yeah lightsaber was cool i'm gonna stick by it Saying that the lightsaber is yellow. It is yellow. It is. I was looking at emotional because he's colorblind. Yeah, I'm colorblind, so oh, yeah. I couldn't so, tell. But it was yeah, like uh, that. That episode was really really good. I liked the messaging about like imperialism and like industrialization, yeah. um, and like the effects that it can have on like the people that are being imperialized. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was very very well executed too it i i really like when star wars is clever um and the clone wars does a lot of that like you said you've been watching the clone wars a lot um yeah. there's one specific arc um and i've brought this up on the show before mm-hmm. um it's the have, have you watched the one when they're on Moncala, the water world oh, yeah. and they're like mm-hmm. fighting with the gungans and the mon calamari and all those have you seen that one yet that must be like season three or something. It's, it's like season four or five, I want to say. Right. Um, but yeah, so have you seen it? I don't know. I've seen them all. I, okay. I, I can sort of vaguely remember there, there being a, a battle. There's like the shark, the shark dude. Um, okay, yes, separate, yes. Yeah, yeah, so there's a scene in in one of the episodes where Prince Lee Char, the prince, Moncala prince, mm. he um, is he's in with like all the people in the prison camp. And he says, like, something about, I will, when I come back, you will see me as your king. And then it, like, pans out, and he's like, 
um, swimming and he's like posed like Jesus on the cross. And so you look at something like that and it's like, oh, this is supposed to be a kid's cartoon, blah, blah, blah. Um, But I think a lot of people for some reason correlate children with like not being like they're not smart enough to understand um, concepts and references to our real world. And I think that the Clone Wars as a kid who I was like. 10 years old when the Clone Wars was, like, in its in its prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and so growing up with it, like, I was able to pick up on that stuff. Like, I remember when I was a small child and I saw I that episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, yeah, like, it's just so cool that they are being so clever because it makes kids think. It makes kids... And I think that that's part of what um, makes Star Wars so special is, yeah, it's, like, got the flashy you know, explosions and the lightsabers and, like, it's got that wonder aspect to it. But it's got so many awesome messages. Like, I think my favorite one about Star Wars is, like, found family and finding um, the strength within yourself to be able to solve problems, you know, instead of um, relying on things like uh, the Force and things like that to solve your problems. A lot of the messaging is finding it within yourself so mm-hmm. yeah. but to reel it think, back <laughs> to the bunny sorry no you go i apologize oh jackson no, no, says back to the one. bunny oh, let's hear no, what, what we talking about the animation about the was bunny. good that's the last point i really <laughs> oh, liked yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's, there's so much actually in um what you're saying there about the, the themes and i think that's why like I, I have to say i i love all star wars in varying degrees okay. yeah, yeah. Way I put it. and uh, there's certain obviously ones that are going to be lower and blah 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 that's, I'm not into that that's how it detail, is but um the clone the clone wars definitely for me yes there's so much of it that um that you you don't aim for the full story of star wars there's some some arcs and things that are are there and there's a bit of fun for the kids um and there's there's no nothing wrong with that uh but i stretch the match i think I, I probably would have struggled to be honest with watching it um like if it was being released now um being able to watch all of the full seven seasons and like probably less than seven weeks <laughs> and it made it a lot easier um but just the messaging was the kind of thing that kept me kept me going through and um not not that i agreed with the messaging to be honest some of the things um some of the things that are there the reason it kind of tugged on me a bit is probably because i didn't agree with it um it, there's some things that maybe not quite sure whether um and this is talking about the clone wars mm-hmm. um which was obviously made a brave while ago, and even if you come back up to season seven, there's there's not very much messaging that people probably would disagree with, um, but it just it kind of it made me question my own uh, my own understanding of real life, and I think that's kind of what what kept me on it. Even just mm-hmm. the I always call them lucky lines because I can never remember um, the actual line that is that it is. What do you call those lines at the beginning of the, the episodes? Oh, uh, fortune cookies. Is that what yeah. they call them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they I call them exactly fortune cookies true. for some reason? Like, yeah, that, I, I yeah, they're called fortune cookies. Yeah. I always forget every single time I go to mention it in the the podcast. I always have to say lucky lying because I can't think of anything else. Um, <laughs> the fortune cookies. Just take a note of those and thinking about them, and whether you agree with them or disagree with them, it makes you think mm-hmm. nonetheless. And mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what tug, what tugged me into the Clone Wars. And yeah, Rebels is great, but it wouldn't be without the Clone Wars. The prequels. Are great but i don't think they would be without the clone wars the mandalorian's great but again i don't think they would be without the clone wars <laughs> and uh um the sequels are the only ones that are kind of out there that the clone wars don't affect too much um 
but definitely I think the Clone Wars just ties everything together and um, that's kind of where where my love for Star Wars, I guess, kind of was rekindled, if you want to use, use yeah, that yeah. term, in a sense, when I was watching that all last year. So, and I'm just, I'm so annoyed, actually, that I've only watched it <laughs> last year, that this is all going on in the background. It's the same with the books, actually, as well. Um, like, whenever I was a kid, I used to read books all the time. And uh, if I hadn't known that there was a whole section in the library filled with Star Wars books, I would just probably devour them. Um, but again, I didn't know about <laughs> didn't know about uh, uh, Timothy Zob until last year, and, uh, and all that stuff. So we'll we'll get into that at some stage. But I uh, I highly recommend reading Timothy Zahn's new Thrawn books, even yes. if you just get to read the first one, because. Um, yeah. I'm in the middle of the third one and I honestly haven't picked it up in like eight months, but, um, that's just cause I'm too busy all the time. But, yeah. um, the first one that I read, I, I couldn't put it down and I couldn't, mm -hmm. I couldn't like, it was such, it was just keeping me so engaged well, and Thrawn was a character like, yeah, he was in rebels and he was cool. But as someone who never read heir to the empire, like my dad had yeah. read it. But, like, so I knew of Thrawn, because, like, growing up, I had a Thrawn action figure. Mm -hmm. But, like, I never thought anything of it. Then I read this book, and I was... Thrawn is my favorite Star Wars character of all time yeah. because of that book. Like, it's... Yeah. So I highly recommend reading that. It's yeah. very well, thought-provoking. I, I actually picked it, I picked it up. I picked up the uh, the original three. I actually have... I've been, been trying to get through this one. Now, this is the Ooh, nice. to the Empire. Yeah, yeah. And um, I keep getting to a certain point... And I'm I'm horrific with reading, and no matter what, whether it's Star Wars or anything, uh, normally I'm like reading five or six books at a time, and I never finish any of them, because um, a lot of the reading I do for work purposes is kind of more referencing stuff. So I'll I'll dip into a chapter that I need, or dip into a character study that I need to to look at, or whatever. Um, but reading a book from cover to cover is is something I struggle with for some reason. Um, but I had uh, I bought the original th the original three. And at the same time, must have been January, just after Christmas, I bought then the new ones. And uh, I think the new ones came first in the post, so I started reading it. And I started reading that first one, and like you said, you couldn't put it down, but I was like, I can't read this until I've read the, the original three first, so uh, I, I have to get through them because I do want to get to, even if I don't read the rest of them, I want to get to that, that first, the, the second uh, trilogy, because mm -hmm. um, it, it definitely was the, the first couple of chapters were brilliant, so, um, but... And actually, my, I was reading it to my son, uh, going to bed, uh, some of those, and he was wanting me to read it. And then I, I went to Air of the Empire whenever it started, whenever I got it, sorry, in the in the post, and uh, he wasn't that he wasn't that excited about it. Let me just put it that way. Um, especially, the, especially the chapter when you're um, is it like let me just spoil some of it, but I think isn't it maybe chapter two or three or whatever? Uh, you're talking about Leah um, having the uh, the pregnancy and the baby's kicking and stuff and I'm just like this doesn't really feel like Star Wars <laughs> all, all the details about a, about a woman being pregnant but so he wasn't that interested and it's kind of taken me a bit longer to get through it to be honest but um one of the things I find with the books is the pronunciation of the the names and the planets and uh, the characters not knowing what they're actually meant to be yeah really gets on my on my nerves because mm -hmm. <laughs> it really it, it makes it difficult to kind of keep them keep on top of who's who, where's where, and what's what, <laughs> if you, you can't remember the name from the previous page because you couldn't pronounce it then. <laughs> but, yeah, that's just that's just one of the problems with the books. We'll get, we'll get through them as, at some stage as well. It was also a much different time back in, I think those were written in the 80s, I want to say, 80s mm -hmm. and 90s. So, like, that was a much different time for, like, literature 
then things yeah. are things are now everything is much more like it's quick it's action packed yeah. you know it, yeah. they want to keep you engaged whereas like things are a little bit more slow back mm-hmm. then and also there was a much different vision of star wars post return of the jedi then than we have now because back then it was really just everyone was just writing whatever they wanted and they would just throw stuff at the wall see what stuck i mean now you have well, even if, if you compare this with light of the jedi for example like you're probably in chapter 12 by the time you're in chapter three on <laughs> it's this but that's again that's why i love to boil it i haven't finished it yet either but um the first 15 chapters or whatever it is or 10 that i have read um just that quick paced it kind of suits me down to the ground as well so just shows my level of uh my level of attention is <laughs> very very low but i guess everybody's in the same boat at the moment so thanks social media <laughs> <laughs> yeah right i mean god i mean the, um, i notice it too like I, I really have to force myself sometimes to keep my attention span on one thing now schoolwork doesn't count because i always Thanks. hate doing schoolwork so like <laughs> i don't really count that but we get the break soon though, so we get we have a break uh this thursday and friday so we're just trying to push through these next yeah. three days and yeah. make it to the fall break because this has been this semester's because this is the first time we're going back to all in person yeah. last year it was like for our we have a smaller college campus that we go to so like it was like half online half in person so there was a lot of times where you could just chill out in your bed and log into class but the other part of that is like I have a short attention span so I would be on my phone during class and like then I was like oh, I'll just put my phone in the other room well, then I'm just literally sitting there twiddling my thumbs, and I'm like, yeah, I need to, I need to stop. So I'm glad that it's back all in person, yeah. but it's definitely been a struggle um, going back to that. And I think that that's also uh, part of what made Star Wars go so viral recently in the States was everyone was sitting at home. You know, all these do. people had nothing to do, and then, hey, yeah. Disney Plus is out. Let's watch The Mandalorian. Let's watch all of The Clone Wars, Rebels. You have all these multi-season shows that are done, you know? Yeah. And, and you could just binge all of them. So yeah. I feel like it's brought a lot of people to the franchise. Yeah. Like newer fans. So, and I always appreciate mm-hmm. talking to new fans. <clears throat> For sure. Yeah. No, it def- definitely has. One of, one of the things that you obviously hear people on the toxic end of things going on about Disney, but and I have my my differences with Disney as well, but the reality is I wouldn't have watched the Clone Wars without Disney Plus. <laughs> so oh, exactly. The bottom line is uh, I couldn't, uh, I can't really complain uh, at all with even even the older stuff that's coming out, the droid cartoons and things, sticking that on for the kids. There's so much there that they brought to the table that wouldn't have been available um, mm-hmm. without it. So uh, have to, to say a big thanks that way. <laughs> so keeps keeps the kids quiet if nothing else. <laughs> but that's. So um, what's your uh, what's your favorite movie out of the ones that are out? What's your favorite Star Wars movie? There's a part of me doesn't like saying it's Rogue One, but it has to be Rogue One. No, that's that is a great yeah. choice. No, it's a good a movie. Yeah, I, I I can't feel bad. It's a bit like you nearly feel like you're cheating on the rest of the, the <laughs> franchise. Um, but yeah, if I was to pick, if I was to pick a, a, one to stick on it, and I. I'm going to be even worse and say the second will probably be Solo. Um, no, so that's another good choice. Solo is so just, underrated. Facts. Yeah. It's, it, it's kind of hard. It's hard to kind of, to, to, 
to pin it down as well. Um, I think you guys probably know that yourself. You get to ask the same question next week and I might have a different answer to, to give. My list but always changes. To, the one that's easy to watch, it maybe is because they're earlier ones and you haven't seen them as much or whatever, but um, definitely Rogue One and Solo being a, a fun movie, Rogue One a bit more um, not fun, <laughs> everybody dying at the end, et cetera. So yeah. um, it's kind of, those are those are good movies just to, just to throw on. Like Revenge of the Sith was on earlier on today and while it might have been my favourite for a while there are bits that i was skipping through to be honest um <laughs> not all that bothered by maybe if i was watching it on my own but just even on my own as well um watching it there's still some things uh that i'm not entirely sure if it's a good idea for him to be seeing it for <laughs> so, um hey my dad did the same thing through. my dad did the same yeah. thing with that movie yeah so good movie but uh well they're all good it's just that i think that's maybe one of the things that I, that makes the the sequel trilogy a little bit lower down the list, not because I didn't enjoy them, um, but more I kind of think sort of moved away from the family element with the creepiness of Exegol and and all these other sort of uh, things, especially in the last one there. Um, that I I just don't know if I could let Jonah watch that for quite a long <laughs> quite a long time, which kind of almost spoils it for me in a sense because I'm pretty sure we all would have sat down and watched the original trilogy and there wouldn't have been any issues with that. Um, sequel one kind of pushed the boundaries a little bit more and Man Boring's brought that back in a bit I don't think there's very much creepiness as yet mm-hmm. um, that I can think of off the top of my head that could maybe put put you off watching it watching it as a family but um, definitely the family element of Star Wars is, is the main focus uh, for me just to have have a bit of a, a break from real world and be able to sit down and just enjoy something that's that's not real <laughs> Without being creeped out. <laughs> so. Yo, you mean your son wouldn't like a zombie Palpatine Stop. in episode nine? <laughs> not, not, not at four, no. I, I uh, wonder so, why. Uh, no. I was, go- was going to put on the terrifying tales for him the other day, and then I kind of looked at my wife, and she looked at me as if, like, are you sure it's going to be okay? And I was like, well, it's a Lego movie. It should be fine. Yeah. But even watching it again there tonight, there's still so many things. I'm just like, I don't really want him screaming at four in the morning <laughs> because he, he's sort of picturing this... Uh, this creepy face that's talking to Kylo Ren about turning <laughs> to the dark side. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, there's just me things like that, but at some stage he'll he'll eventually get it. So. But yeah, I mean, so you said you were just you said you were watching terrifying tales before we started recording. How did you yes. did you get through it all the way? Yeah, it just actually finished just before you sent the email through. Um, I keep looking over here, by the way, because my TV's here. Okay, <laughs> yeah, just, just in case, I kind of just realized a minute ago that I've been doing that quite a lot. Um, but I'm talking to the TV because that's where I watched everything that I'm talking about. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was, it was okay. Some of the, uh, the stories, it's just you watch the Lego one for the comedy. That's oh, for yeah. as an adult anyway. Um, and the mall. I actually wish I'd have written down the line whenever he's uh, uh, dismembering. Grievous on the clifftop. I just thought that was brilliant, but that's because Maul is probably one of my favorite characters as well. So it doesn't really matter what he said. I probably would have thought it was great anyhow. But yeah, it was good, good show. But um, obviously, it wouldn't be in the top, in the top hitters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine too. Yeah. I definitely like the holiday Lego special more. Yeah, I thought that one was a lot more fun. Yeah, well, I had a lot of the. That was not the one that had a lot of the references to the rebels, sort of. World Between Worlds and stuff, was that? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was yeah. all the, like, different trilogies, like, brought together. And then they all started yeah. fighting against each other, which was silly. It was so funny. <laughs> Darth Maul had no legs in that fight, so yeah. he's just hopping. The top half is just <laughs> hopping. 
That was like I was uh, I was in tears watching that. Yeah. that was so well, that's the, that's the thing. I'm I'm one of these people that like you probably don't want to be in the cinema with you because if you're watching a really stupid movie that nobody else is laughing at something, that I'll probably be like, as you say, crying my eyes, like laughing in the corner about <laughs> it. So, um, again, the wife's always giving me not just thinking, just like what do you what do you even find that funny? But, yeah, that's that's just the sort of humor I have as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel it. The Lego really hits a sweet spot for me as well, I feel like, because I remember on Cartoon Network growing up with the Clone Wars, there was, like, the Lego Yoda Chronicles. And, uh-huh. like, the Lego team just does such a great job, I feel like, every time. It's just a banger. Like, yeah, every no, single time they want to do something. Yeah, they just seem, they seem to know... They just know what the... Um, you nearly think that it's a group of Star Wars fans have obviously just sat down yeah. and thought, right, how can we take take the hand out of this as much as possible and and still keep it real and uh, true to the story? So it's yeah. There's actually was it the very one of the very last lines um, from the terrifying tales there, and Poe says something to um, is it Dean? Dean, guy, yeah, Dean, um, that he's going. They're going to meet Rey, and it's something like I think she knows something about the Force or knows a little mm-hmm. bit of the Force, and just like. Is that is that kind of a, um, a sort of a tongue in cheek comment, or is it a serious comment? <laughs> you're still you're still kind of questioning yeah. as to um, what their opinion of the the sequels were and Rey and her knowledge of the Force, where that kind of goes. But yeah, they they seem to push out the boat anyhow. I think my favorite line from the terrifying tales was when. Or my favorite joke was when uh, Dark Side Luke is getting trained by Vader and they get to that oh, little yeah. gap. And I was like, oh, this is where Leia kisses Luke in A New Hope and then oh, Vader kisses Luke. And I was like, that's awesome. That's, that I thought was that was so, so messed up. Or yeah. oh, luck. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> that, that, couldn't have been, that couldn't have been any more well executed. I was like, he what? <laughs> To be honest, I think I've heard, I've seen it maybe in a clip other, otherwise, but I was kind of going back and forth. I must have been to make my coffee whenever that scene came on tonight there, but I did see it somewhere else. Somebody else had posted it or mentioned it anyhow, so yeah. And actually, somebody had just mentioned that scene from um, from the uh, A New Hope, and it, where was I? I was listening to that, or watched on YouTube, uh, where that was basically all, um, Lucas hadn't really planned that or hadn't intended it. Uh, was his his wife that had mm. wanted wanted that to take part just to kind of mm. add a wee bit of a uh, romantic feel though I'm not too sure how I feel about the romantic aspect um, my youngest is one and uh, she, Fair enough. she was watching the end of when was it new last week uh, they had um, episode two on oh. and the end scenes is obviously the marriage and stuff and I came into the living room and uh, my one year old standing with her doll um, uh, I don't know whether she was pretending it was a being, but it looked like she was just reenacting the scene of uh, Anakin and Padme <laughs> kissing at the end. <laughs> and, uh, she's pointing at the doll and pointing at the TV, and I'm just like, yeah, you're okay. Don't be showing that again. <laughs> I can only but, imagine yeah. the traumatization of your four-year-old watching episode two with the... What, what is it? It's like, the ghost of your kiss haunts, kiss haunts me. I, I'm going to be honest with you, I love Attack of the Clones, but like... There will be like, unless I'm watching it with somebody where it's like their first time watching Star Wars and I'm sitting down with them to watch the movies. In that case, I'll make them sit through the cringe with me. But like, if I'm just watching Attack of the Clones, we're skipping right through all those scenes every single time. Because I sit there and the hairs on the back of my neck just stand up. And I'm like, oh my god, there's no way that this is happening right now. (laughs) No, I, I kind of... 
I always try to sell Star Wars to my wife by saying there are some romantic bits in it. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, she's seen the romantic bits <laughs> from <laughs> from Attack of the Clones the other day, and she's just like, "Are you actually having a laugh?" So um, I, I didn't convince her to watch the rest of the movie oh. in light of in light of those uh, those conversations between Padme and Anakin. That's so funny too, because my my mother is the same way about Star Wars, and I uh, I don't know what it is, but uh, my father has tried to get my mom to watch. Star really? Wars multiple times, and I remember there was when I think it was a special edition of uh, A New Hope was in theaters. Um, my father took my mother to go see it, and she fell asleep in the theater <laughs> watching it. And every time that we've tried to have my mom watch Star Wars, uh, one of the movies, she always falls asleep. But I got oh, her yeah. to watch. I think it was last year around Christmas time. I got her to watch the first episode of season one of The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and. I had to, I probably spent 45 minutes just pausing it to explain different things because my mother's one of those people where she needs everything like explained, yeah. uh, like all the mini context and everything. I had to explain carbonite. I don't know how to explain carbonite. <laughs> like I know how it works, but I don't. So I had to like stop and like be like, yeah, so this is the bounty hunters guild. And she's like, what's that? I'm like, oh brother. But she liked it. So I think that. I think the Mandalorian is yeah. a really good one to introduce people yeah. to Star Wars, you know? Yeah. I got really lucky with my mom, I feel like, just because from my knowledge, she had not previously watched Star Wars until she met my dad, but she will actively watch the movies with us. Like, whenever mm. the Mandalorian came out, we had to watch every episode with her, or like, if we were up early to duck hunt, we had to watch it and then say we didn't watch it and then be like, hey mom, like watch the episode with us. But she really, really liked the Mandalorian. This is like your fourth viewing. Yeah. Secretly. I think it was like in yeah. season two and whenever like when the dark troopers were like taking the baby or whatever, she was like, they're going to harm it. Sean, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> that was really funny. Or like, She's uh she's gone to see like Empire Strikes Back came to the theaters here like we uh-huh. where we are in the states so she would see that but like she's seen like every movie that's come out like when it comes out in the theaters she's there like opening night with us to watch it as well yeah. that's awesome but she she's invested in, in the most part <laughs> yeah well like, um, the only I think the only one I've got my wife to go to was uh um, Rogue One probably and Jonah was about like six weeks old so i had him at the front row of the cinema in this little uh, car chair or car seat and uh i think she was more concerned about him screaming his head off and crying but he's just sat through the whole thing and i sat back oh in the nice so, uh, you got really lucky it, to be honest because uh, those people are the people that make me the most angry in the theater when they got their kid and their kid is just wailing and they they won't leave the theater they won't leave they'll just sit there and let their child cry and i'm just like I did not pay eight dollars <laughs> to sit in this. <laughs> but well, that that was kind of one of the reasons why I brought my wife as well, so that she could leave with the. Ah, uh, <laughs> hey, that's smart, not hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. But uh, I think also um, when you uh, when you look at like how special the experience can be, and I know that as more Star Wars content rolls out, um, I can only imagine how cool that must be as a father to experience Star Wars with your son uh, because I remember when the season 2 finale of The Mandalorian came out my father and I watched it together and for both of us mm-hmm. seeing that Luke Skywalker moment it was like yeah. <gasps> like both of us were just like like yeah. I was like welling up it with tears my dad was too and like we were just sharing that experience together and that's 
Um, again, like I talked earlier about found family in Star Wars. Um, I have, through Star Wars, I have these special moments with so many people. Like, um, I remember when the trail and it's so it sounds so nerdy and stupid because if i talk to people about this on the yes. streets oh you're a nerd you're a loser but like, it's like i remember when it got announced that the clone wars was being saved and they did that trailer yes. i cried like i actually cried happy tears and i sent the my dad was at work i sent the trailer to my dad and he texted me back almost immediately and said this is fake and i went no dad look it it's from the official star wars channel and he like texted me back and he said i want to cry right now and it's like <laughs> it's just so cool that this yeah. franchise is so unique in that it can mean that much to people and i think that's why i love it so much mm-hmm. well uh, that's kind of that's maybe maybe the ideal currently i'm trying to instill in Jonah's head that Anakin Skywalker is Luke Skywalker still. So, um, he, he, I get this in his mind yet. So uh, maybe maybe in uh, 15 years time or something, I'll be able to have that experience. But currently it's just like, yeah, just having to explain everything over and over again. Although he, he, he has latched on to Captain Rex. That's that's his favorite. It's a um, good character to pick. It's a good character yeah, to be. Definitely, definitely on the ball there. Um, but there's something else you'd said that uh, made, me, made me think about... Oh, what was that? I, was gonna... I hate whenever you take mind blanks like this. <laughs> I was talking about just yeah, like the experience I... of like, you know, like a, a father-son oh, relationship. Yes. Yeah. You mentioned it. You mentioned the Clone Wars and this is going to show my ignorance. But like, what, what was it left at season six? And then yeah. that was, yes. was that the end? Season six. Well, what? season five was the end. Season six was the Netflix, like the lost episode. Season five was called. the last full season that they were able to yes. release because Disney purchased Star Wars. And they were like, we don't want to work with Cartoon Network. Yeah. So we want to make yeah. our own show. So they allowed the team to release all the completely finished episodes which was what was season six. They released that on like DVD. It never aired on TV. It was just like a DVD release. It was oh, on yeah, Netflix right. for the longest time. It was on time. Netflix Because I couldn't watch it because my family was like, great, we don't own Netflix. And then it eventually came out on DVD, so that's how I watched it. But then, yeah, okay. the last season was purely for Disney+. Plus. Well, that that would be a, a horrific season to end. And that's, that last arc is probably my favorite arc. Uh, with, oh, that's, yeah. Isn't that Nostroka? Ahsoka um, leaving. Ahsoka leaving. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it like, left on. This is it. That's well, it. That was it. Can you imagine leaving that? <laughs> I know. That's and we were left with that from like 2013 up until like I think the trailer got released in like 2017, 2018 yeah. was when the trailer dropped for yeah. that it was coming back. Here's, here's me saying it would be difficult to watch sort of week by week waiting for like I, I actually watched that arc um last week again and uh, just even the, as I was watching it I thought how on earth. Could you even end this episode and wait? I take it was week by week, was it? Yep, yeah. And it was week, week by week. Seasons. And then there would be like, I remember because it was on Cartoon Network, was the yeah. channel it was on for us. And there was like the whole month of December, there were no new episodes. Yeah. They would like take a break from having new episodes yeah. because of like Christmas time and like people were going on break and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is terrible. I'd have to wait an extra six weeks and they would just play reruns every week. It was terrible. Yeah, that, yeah. Not final arc is a movie in and of itself, really. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I yeah, remember waiting sure. week for week for that arc to complete. Yep. Was was torture. But it, I I prefer <laughs> I honestly. <laughs> I prefer for shows to go week by week rather mm-hmm. than all at once because 
it gives me something to look forward to, um, whether it's like in my school week or my work week or whatever. Um, and it gives me something to do like the book of Boba Fett will start during my Christmas break. And so I'll go back home for my Christmas break. Um, and I'll get to spend that time watching that with my dad. And then over like the four weeks of Christmas break, we'll get to anticipate the next episode, talk about what we think is going to happen, you know? Yeah, it definitely helps with podcasting as well. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you do have an idea. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that's kind of one of the the great things, even with the the Bad Batch there, just actually, Mm. and I know people don't like, there's some people don't like the speculating aspect, but that's what makes it fun in one yeah, sense yes. as well. Maybe you don't want to talk about it and you don't want to read into things. I don't really like uh, hearing spoilers personally, but mm-hmm. yeah. that doesn't negate the fact that I love just thinking about what's going to be the next step. That's the whole point of a, a cliffhanger in, in each episode. So um, that's, I can't complain with it now, but although thinking back to the Clone Wars, I think I would have struggled, to be honest, just wanting to get all of that content in. But that's because I know there's seven seasons, you don't want to get to the end of it. Whereas if you, if you don't know where the end is, um, I guess you can take it week by week a bit easier. Um, but one of the things with the the way things are kind of dropping at the moment, um, I'm not sure do you, if you guys, do you guys have like a plan for your, your podcast whenever there isn't new content dropping? Is it just sort of the we've been doing that like weekly topic thing yep. um that we've been doing so like whereas like on this last podcast that went up actually as of recording this we put yep. up that episode today um we try to like fill a gap if there's a lot of star wars news that comes out it kind of like fills that gap but we try to come up with a weekly topic so like there have been weeks where we talk about the jedi or the sith or like bounty hunters or different yep. things like that and we don't put like a ton of research into it per se it's kind of like that like we said that kind of like sitting in like an xbox party or like sitting at the lunch table just talking yeah we just start discussing it so when there's not a new episode we kind of have like a weekly topic that we go over yeah you guys whenever you're you're listening and watching it just seems to be so natural i know there's some fellas um uh, that would be big into soccer over here football as we call it and they can rhyme off the names of every single footballer from the Nigerian team and they can pronounce their names perfectly and they know everybody that played 10 years ago and who won the, the cup that year and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And I, there's nothing in my life that I'm like that with at all. <laughs> I, I don't remember names or anything. Um, and uh, when, even with Star Wars, I, I, I'll remember like visually mm-hmm. what you're talking about on Kalamari and uh, the, the prince. And I, I can picture that all in my head and the, with the names and all the kind of... Um, stuff that that if you had a brain you probably would remember just kind of <laughs> goes off the top of my head so um unless i can see it visually it just doesn't doesn't stick so for me like um with the the podcast it's like yes notes typing things up scribbling things down and put my thoughts together that's a slightly different sort of take on it especially when I'm, I'm going through the clone wars i guess as well as like a, like a, a recap or um trying to kind of uh take it apart and think about certain aspects of it but in the in the interval my plan had been to kind of go through the books so like whenever there hadn't been a release of things to to kind of read a, a chapter of light of the, the jedi or um heir to the empire and kind of deal with that but never never goes to never goes to plan unfortunately <laughs> but well i mean just, also though you're doing a solo podcast i i could never imagine doing a podcast by myself like that's that's got a lot more preparation as far as notes goes because when we run out of ideas, we'll just bounce off of each other. You know, if there's like a yeah. dull moment or something, but 
like if you're doing a solo podcast like you're doing like that's something where you have to just have it all there and if you run out then keep going then that's it <laughs> like yeah that's a it's a wrap <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, oh, it's it's good. It's good anyway, though. Just even scrubbing things down, but it, it is it is time consuming, especially if you um if you're to scan your eye across the, the dates when I first start. I think I only put the first one up in April, um, but like from April to May, there was like probably thirty episodes or something that were done, and so I was just like firing these things out left, right, and center as much as I could, recording, editing, recording, editing, watching, noting, and everything else. And it was just, it was, it was, it was too much to be honest. Um, but I, I was actually trying to get through the Clone Wars. I have no idea why I thought it was going to be possible. But from April to when the Bad Batch released, that was the aim was to try and like do a whole recap before the Bad Batch came. And I got to like halfway through season two. <laughs> so, um, it was just, yeah, it was a disaster that way. But still going to keep it going as, as we, we get along just because there's so much in even as you get further into the Clone Wars, we were talking about like the themes and the uh, the lessons you can get from it. Um, they kind of just get more intense and greater as you as you go through it too. So I'm going to try and keep that up as as much as possible. But we'll we'll get there. Life's busy. <laughs> so, right. Oh, we know all about it. Think, it is. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that'd be good though about having a, a sort of co-host setup as well, because you're it's like going to the gym with somebody. You're kind of bouncing off each other not just for the content and discussions while you've got the the, the camera rolling or the mic on um but it's sort of that that push for you to, you to kind of be there or, yep uh, to get to get in front of the camera or to, to have mm-hmm. something so it's it's good that way too it's also but, good because like jacob hasn't been around for the past like few episodes because yeah. he's been like he's sick right now so that's why he hasn't been able to show up to the last couple things um but that's what's nice is like if one of us can't make it then the other ones can pick up the slack or like a couple weeks ago jacob and jackson were not able to record but we had a an episode that we recorded a couple months prior that we had saved so while they were gone instead of me doing a podcast by myself i was able to put together and edit the podcast that we had recorded a couple months prior and we put that up instead so that was kind of it's very nice when you have like that team aspect um because you don't have to get so stressed out about like, oh, meeting the deadline and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, yeah. we, we yeah. keep each other grounded. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree. But sometimes we also hype each other up and go a little crazy <laughs> on the phone. Yeah, I agree. But that, that's good. I, I, that's what I actually like by watching the videos as well, because uh, you guys are quite animated whenever you're, you're talking about things <laughs> and you can sort of, uh, while, while I kind of just came across you um, on YouTube, especially, is when I was uh, sort of looking at, um, the seven samurai movie from akira kurosawa mm-hmm. and a lot of his stuff is uh very um expressive and hyper dramatic and i was just laughing at some of the uh, some of the, the reactions like you guys could have acted for, a, for a, <laughs> at some at some stage for some of the movies so yeah no it's it's good it's good to have that and uh just kind of boost each other on too so i actually um i listened to your podcast that was actually the first episode that i listened to from you was the most recent one with kurosawa um i listened to that in full while i was studying like last week this was this was actually this is what made me this is what made me ask you to be a guest on the podcast was that episode because i was like i was listening to it because i saw you shouted us out on Twitter, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yes, like, yeah. So whenever someone shouts us out, I look into, like, what their content is and stuff like that, and I, mm-hmm. like, start talking to that person or whatever. Um, and I, I listened to that episode, and, like, 
I love learning more about Star Wars and like like this the influences of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know. I didn't know a lot about Kurosawa's like his upbringing and his career. I know of his movies and I've seen yeah. parts of his movies, and I know that that is part of the influence of Star Wars. But I had no idea his story, and now like because of that, I appreciate that his influence so much more and like the impact that he had on star wars to this day so um i mean you even look at like the mandalorian season two ahsoka versus the magistrate yes yeah that is straight up kurosawa yep so i i really enjoyed that episode so if anybody listening or watching the podcast has not checked that out you're gonna you're gonna have to go do that you're gonna have to (laughs) thanks for the shout out with that one as well (laughs) yeah like i I was just scribbling out sort of uh, favorite episodes and different things like that and uh, the jedi came up and i hadn't actually thought about i knew nothing about uh kurosawa's work probably when i watched uh that jedi episode but just as i scribbled it down it's like that i hadn't even seen hidden fortress yet but you just know from seeing clips of um that movie that there's so much of that has been taken from there yeah, yeah, yeah. and um even with the the sequels i don't know if anybody has referenced his work um for the way the sequels were shot but the the colors if you've seen of his color colored movies um mm-hmm. Uh, like wrong or whatever even if you haven't watched the whole thing just getting some screen grabs of that it, you can see the the imagery that was kind of replicated in uh, the sequel movies with the, the stark contrast of reds and the dark colors and and all that kind of artsy fartsy stuff um yeah. kind of gets gets into my into my head i did a bit of photography for a while and um so even just seeing how you could just pause pretty much every part of his movie and get a shot of it and then applying that to the clone wars um th- did i reference the bounty hunter episode in that podcast, I can't remember if I did or not. I don't. I don't remember. Well, I, I must have recorded on it. Recorded it then. Their last. I've either put it in that that episode or else it's on the next episode that's coming. Um, but that bounty hunter podcast or episode from season th- two, I think it is. Is that the one where they're on Felucia all... and Hondo comes and all that stuff? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that that was actually done for um in memory of uh, Kurosawa. Oh. So that's kind of where that was how I fed into sort of. Who is okay. this guy? That's why it's taking me so long to get get another podcast out. Um, but the next the next Clone Wars podcast I've done or episode is dealing with that one, and there's just so much in that that um, even the way it's shot, even though it's animated, is is just even drawing into the the same sort of style of imagery that uh, Kurosawa would have used. And um, yeah, it's just it's actually it's really it's really great whenever you can see it um, in the animated version. Um, so. If you haven't watched that episode in a while, uh, I think it's called Bounty Hunters season yeah. two. Definitely give it a, give it a shout and uh, check it out. And listen out, listen out for the Mandalorian theme tune in it. Bet you wouldn't have thought it was in there, but it def- from the Mandalorian show, there's act- there's a little small clip it, uh, clip of um, of one wee scene, and you can hear what I'm presuming was the inspiration then for um, the theme tune that we had. Oh, in, um, okay, in so interesting. It's an interesting, interesting podcast or episode to go back to to watch now in light of the Mandalorian and, and all the bounty hunter content that we're getting at the moment. So, but, wow, how about that? News yet, that very But uh, I think that about uh, wraps up all we've got right now. I agree. Unless you, you want guys to need to go get some studying done. I I, I have yeah, a I have a study session for a midterm tomorrow. Okay. Uh, it's at, at 11 o'clock a.m. So I, I'm trying not to get four hours of sleep like I did last night. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, 
I think I said to you in our messaging, um, my two two a two a.m. alarm clock is about to go off to tell me to get to bed too. So um, that's <laughs> that's kind of the, good timing, I guess, right? But uh, yeah, tomorrow tomorrow is actually my commute there too. So my in the Ooh. office can't just roll out of bed and I go to the study next door, unfortunately. But this is this is my life. <laughs> but hey, like we really appreciate you taking yeah. the time to come and be on the podcast, especially with the time jump and everything. Yes, this no. was this was awesome for us. No yes. Too. So, you know, so before we close this out, actually, um, what we like to do with these here is uh, we like to plug people's uh, social media here. So let's go ahead and pull that up. Infinitely show the recording. I'm joking. <laughs> so right here, first of all, you've got the Twitter page for the Chosen One Star Wars podcast. I dig the logo, by the way. Yes. Um, and then also here... You've got on Apple Podcasts. This is if you hit the link on the Twitter page. This is what it takes you to. This is the um, the episode that we were. Was it this one? The yeah, it had to have been the uh, Ikira Kawasawa. Um, yes. Yeah. Introduction episode. This is the one that I listened to. Um, this is a really really good one. If you want to learn more about Kurosawa, I definitely recommend it um, because this was a really really good one. Yeah. Um, for us to watch, uh, for me to listen to, I, I got to learn more about Star Wars and, you know, I consider myself to be very knowledgeable in Star Wars and I learned something new. So, mm -hmm. um, so well, definitely as, check out the podcast. It's entitled as a, as an introduction. So, uh, there's plenty more you can learn about them as well and online from other guys too. So definitely have a search for that and, um, it'll kind of enrich or enrich. What's the word? <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's a good yeah. word. Make, make Star Wars a bit richer for you next time you watch it as well when you see some of that stuff. So always helps. But thank you very much for having me on. Of I course. Really mm -hmm. And the time difference is no issue with me whenever I get to speak to guys like yourselves. So <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, so <laughs> we got through that okay. <laughs> this was this was a great conversation. Yes, I so really uh, it. so this has been the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe, the thirteen thirteen podcast. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye bye. bye. <laughs>